Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation and learnings to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode number 164. I'm Heather May Pustai and today we are talking about all the freshest ideas for running great Facebook ads. We'll show you how to find out what your peers and competitors are doing on Facebook, and we'll share the latest inspiration for building out some awesome campaigns of your own. We love a well-researched social media plan, which is why we're thrilled to share some of these tools and tips with you today. We hope to give you some answers to the question of what's working on Facebook ads today, as well as fill your idea list with as many new things to try on image ads, video ads, carousels, lead capture, and much more. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. Let me know if this resonates with you. Social media sometimes feels like more art than science. That's a bit hard to admit since our show is called The Science of Social Media, but it's true. There are strategies and tactics, especially on the brand side of things, that can be hard to measure and really hard to quantify. Still, we want to do our best to give you the specifics on what works and why, and we have an especially cool way of doing that this week with our conversation about Facebook ads. We cannot wait to get into that. First, let's set the stage with Facebook. You've probably heard public perception shifting a little bit in recent months regarding Facebook. Well, even with this change, the advertising potential of Facebook remains huge. When we talk about Facebook, we're really talking about Facebook, Instagram, Messenger and WhatsApp, all the assorted properties that Facebook owns. This year, Facebook is nearing 2 billion users on its platforms. That's nearly one in every three people over the age of 13 in the world. That is wild. More so, Facebook ads still get clicks. According to stats as of April of this year, the average Facebook user clicks on 11 ads in 30 days. Anecdotally, those click numbers sound great, though they have been better in the past. Cost per click on Facebook is as high as 15 cents versus 12 cents a year ago, and click-through rate for brand ads was at 1.6% at the start of the year and now is closer to 1.1%. So the takeaway here is that Facebook has a huge potential audience, people still click Facebook ads all the time, and the competition is strong for who gets those clicks. Now we can bring in the science. Excellent. And Facebook is super helpful in this regard with their new Facebook ads library. With this new tool, you can enter the name of any Facebook page and it will show you all the ads that that page has, both active and inactive. The tool has a lot of features built around political and issue-based ads in order to provide transparency on who pays for what. Marketers can benefit from it, of course, by using the tool to do some research and gain inspiration from the brands that are doing great things with Instagram ads. For instance, if you pull up Airbnb on the Facebook ads library tool, you'll see that they currently have over 930 ads running in the US alone. Additionally, you can see they've spent $58,000 on political or issue-based ads since May 2018. Fascinating stuff. Oh man, I could see the rabbit hole that I would go down looking at all of the different brands. So we put some time into using this tool to come up with some of the best practices for Facebook ads along with some research on the net to see what other advice is out there. After this quick music break, we are going to dive in and share some of the things that are currently working well for Facebook's best brand advertisers. Okay, 
we've talked about how to use Facebook Ads Library to check in on other brands or to source some inspiration from top brands across the world. And we did a little bit of that of ourselves in putting together this list of Facebook ad ideas. If you have any favorite ad examples that you really love, feel free to share those with us on social media using the hashtag BufferPodcast. We would absolutely love to hear them. It's always super exciting to see which ones are striking your interest. Okay, our first set of tips has to do with one of Facebook's most popular ad types, image ads. We've seen a couple of popular varieties of images in our Facebook ads library research. First, some successful brands use images that reinforce the copy claims in the ad's text and call to action. For instance, Lululemon's ads for a ventilated shirt show a man exercising while wearing the shirt and looking cool and ventilated while he does it. Of course, it may not always be possible to come up with like-for-like images, especially if you don't have a physical product. So we find this a lot with our social ads at Buffer since we sell software. In that case, we've seen a lot of brands go for either an attractive image that catches attention while relating somewhat to the image copy. For instance, Airtable used a dog photo, which is always a winner. Or if you can swing it, we've seen brands like Headspace have great success with illustrations and graphics. Vibrant imagery can be really effective on Facebook. If you're making graphics, you can do this with color, like The Guardian has with its ads. They place their weekly magazine on a bright yellow background for some of their ads, and we'll actually link to that in the show notes so you can see it. It's really striking. Their ads really pop. One way that seems to work well with testing which images could be ad-worthy is to use organic posts as a testing ground. A lot of our very best ads at Buffer have started as organic posts to our page. We boost high-performing content, especially content that has high engagement rates, and we're able to learn what type of visuals and copy resonate with the Facebook community. With image ads and every other type of Facebook ad, really, one of the most important elements after the visuals will be your call to action. So what words will you use to convince someone to click or to tap? And you'll find a lot of really great inspiration with copywriting, too, when you spend some time on Facebook ads library. Here are a few of our very favorite discoveries. You can point your call to action to a Facebook event. This comes with a bunch of benefits. People get to stay on Facebook rather than leave to a new site, which may boost your click rate. Those who RSVP can act as a form of viral promotion since their yes replies may send the event into their feed and surface the event on their friends' feeds. And of course, in tying the event back to your Facebook page, you get the added bonus of extra exposure for your page itself, which will hopefully bring you some more follows. I absolutely love the feature of Facebook events because I so often find other things in my area and I think it's such a fantastic way to really drive people back to your page and raise awareness. All right, a couple other cool ways to make the most of the call to action space is to put social proof in your copy. Sometimes even making the call to action as explicit as see the reviews or 1000 plus Google reviews. And Along with reviews, we've seen a lot of brands embracing the instant experience storefront, which allows people to stay on Facebook but still browse your products through an experience that you can customize. Instant experience can be used with almost all Facebook ad formats, including carousels, single image, video, slideshow, and collection. And the one thing to keep in mind is that it's mobile only for now. Ultimately, the best calls to action we've seen written are those that take you to a page that matches the text in the call to action itself, creating a sense of continuity for the customer. Whenever possible, we highly recommend building a custom landing page experience that matches the messaging of your ad. Okay, another popular type of Facebook ad is video. There are a couple of main tips we've noticed when it comes to video ads on Facebook. 
First, brands create videos that can be effective with the sound turned off. And we've talked about this in a few of our past episodes as well. So data shows that as much as 85% of Facebook videos are watched without sound. I know I'm guilty of this. So it's imperative that whatever video you use in your advertising that it can get its point across with visuals alone. You can do this purely by visuals, say if you're a clothing brand and want to show off your outfits, or if you're a food or a cooking product and can show off your stuff at work in the kitchen. So if if you really do need words though, there are always captions. And we've seen a lot of really effective ads that go with captions to support the story of their ad as well. Another common best practice is to use square video rather than landscape video. This is especially important when you consider the viewing experience across mobile and desktop. Landscape videos just don't do as well on phones. We ran a study about this and we found that Square Video outperformed landscape video on every social media network in terms of video views, engagement and completion rate. In some cases, Square Video resulted in 30 to 35% higher video views and an 80 to 100% increase in engagement. So if you happen to be running just a mobile ad, then you might consider a vertical format instead. Otherwise, we suggest keeping your videos square so they work great everywhere. That's a great tip. And as we mentioned in our episode last week, when you are creating that content, it can be really helpful to keep in mind that repurposing that content across different social platforms is really helpful. So using those square videos is going to translate really well across the other social networks. All right, up next, carousel ads are another really neat way to tell a story with Facebook ads. And one of the best ways we've seen this work is to visually tie the images together either thematically by choosing similar images or quite explicitly by cutting up a single image into multiple frames or using graphic design elements that carry over from one carousel image to the next. With carousel ads, you can apply many of the same techniques as with the image ads that we discussed a little bit earlier, using images that relate to the copy, being vibrant and being really engaging. That's probably good advice for any visual you use on any of the different Facebook ad types. Take lead ads, for instance. In addition to the visual marketing tips, we've seen brands really make the most of this ad type by being smart about the way they set up the lead capture forms. Facebook will also fill certain types of information, which makes these lead forms as easy as can be for the people signing up. Brands use this to their advantage by only asking for the essential information. We've seen some companies ask only for email addresses, say if you're wanting to send an ebook. For others, especially those with brick and mortar locations or regional events, we've seen simple forms with email city and country. As you're scrolling through Facebook Ads Library, one thing that you'll likely notice is that many of the ads show text that says the ad you're looking at has multiple versions. One way that many brands go about this is with the use of dynamic creative. This Facebook Ads feature will automatically optimize and deliver the highest performing combination of visuals and copy, which is so cool. You simply give Facebook a bunch of options to choose from, and then Facebook will serve variations across its ad network until it finds the best performing combination. How awesome is that? These combos then get served more widely as the winning ad. Amazing. You can apply dynamic creative ads to conversion, traffic, video views, reach, brand awareness, and app install campaigns. Pretty much anything you could hope for. And when you come up with options, the limits for creative are 10 images or videos and five options for each of the body text, title, description, and call to action. Another favorite tool of ours, and one that we see put to good use very often in the Facebook ads library ads, is the text overlay tool. You can upload your ad to this tool, and it will tell you whether your ad contains a high, medium, or low amount of text. And this is really important because the amount of text can affect the reach of your ad as well. 
Ideally, Facebook prefers visuals that have little to no text. And you'll see this in the ads of top brands. They all have bright and stunning visuals with very little text. Still, if your ad image does need some text on it, say with a brand message or tagline, you can test it on the text overlay tool first. After uploading, the tool will give your image a score of high, medium, low, or okay. The high text images may not run at all. The medium text images may have much lower reach. Low text images may have slightly lower reach and okay images should run as expected. Which is exactly what we would hope for. So thank you so much for tuning into the science of social media today. As always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. If you'd ever like to get in touch with myself or Dave, we're always here for you on social media at the hashtag buffer podcast. And you can also send us an email anytime at hello at buffer.com. For the next few episodes, we're going to have a wonderful guest host, my teammate, Nate Hansen, filling in for me while I'm taking a sabbatical. I'm really excited for Nate to share with you some of the new content we're cooking up in the next few weeks. We look forward to next Monday, everyone. Cheers.